Have you heard? Metro by T-Mobile now includes Amazon Prime. Yes, enjoy the best of shopping and entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, free shipping, and much more. All included for just $40 per line for three lines. All on the T-Mobile network. Discover the smarter way. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 480p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey, my friends. Welcome to Kingdom Connection. I'm so excited. It is going to be a blessing. I got my good friend Anna on. Let me get her on the air now. Hey, Anna, are you on? Hear me? Hey, hey, Hannah, how are you doing? Sorry for all the confusion here. That's okay. Hey, I'm glad it worked out. Yes. Well, man, for a minute, it it, it was kind of having some difficulties here with this, but I'm glad we're able to get on and and talk. I'm really fired up and excited to to really be hearing about your new book and um, um. what God is doing with that and just the, the testimonies um, of that. So um, once again, thank you so much for taking time. I know you're busy traveling and you know, just looking at your bio, you know, just kind of doing the healing rooms and, and all that you do for the body of Christ. Um, so I really want to say thank you once again for taking the time to, to share with us and, and, and doing this phenomenal bo- um, podcast. Oh, it's my joy. It's my honor. Thank you for asking me to be here today, and I'm excited to just share with, you know, you guys about uh, seeing in the supernatural Jesus and just encourage really everybody that it's it's not just for the elite. It really is for anybody, and I just, it's my heart to really just impart what I've learned and just mentor people so that we can all be seeing. We need lots of seers out there. <laughs> Yes, we do, my friend. Yes, we do. So tell me, let's ju- jump in this. Tell me, um, tell me what uh, sparked this the second book. What what uh, stirred you up to? Um, because the first one, I mean, man, that that rocked my world. And, and you came on and did something for us uh, back um, a couple months ago um, that we were doing just on your first book. And I cannot tell you, so many people were absolutely fired up, like. I've had so many requests that, hey, can you send me that, that interview again? Uh, man, she's amazing. Like, I didn't know angels are like that. That is just incredible. Uh, so what sparked this uh, this book? <laughs> well, so this second book, Seeing Behind the Veil, um, the Lord, I heard him ask me, Anna, write your legacy. Like, if you would take all of the heaven encounters and things that I've shown you and Take the meat of it. And what would you want to leave behind for your children? And he said, write that book. And at first, in all honesty, I was really hesitant. I said, because, you know, this is a very vulnerable book. If you've read any of it, Clyde, as you know, um, I share my personal, my own personal struggles, my own personal stories. I mean, I think I even shared about we lost our first baby, you know, and, and so I even share real personal stuff in there. And I thought, well, geez, Lord, if I, if I really throw out all this out there, this is my intimate encounters that of heaven, you know, I know on the, the, you, you throw it out there. And then of course you throw yourself out there and there's of course slander and stuff that can come at you. Um, 
as yep. anybody who stepped out in ministry knows and can relate to. Amen. And so I thought, <laughs> well, God, you've got to really have my back. And he said, well, you know, I'm a good daddy. I've got your back. And he said, mm, have faith and trust cool. me. And you write this. And so I really, you know, I, I'll be honest, I wrestled for three months with it. Just, I don't know, God, I don't know. You know, just the fear kind of thing. I really struggled with my own flesh yep. and fear about what this could mean for my family as I put all my personal stuff really out there. And, um, of course, then, you know, I, I obey God and I wrote it and, and I, it's a devotional, it's, but we can't, we didn't call it a devotional because, you know, devos are usually like two paragraphs every day or something. I mean, you can't really put right. a heaven encounter in two paragraphs, you know, so, yeah. it, but it yeah. is written like a devotional. It's a hundred intimate encounters and it's written very short. Mm. So you could read one, a day and it's not just this isn't a book just training on on seeing it's more like okay now here's the stories and as I've shared these stories because often when I go around and I preach and I teach and I share some of these stories the presence of God always falls every time and so you know I'm hoping that as people read it they just get taken up into their own encounter you know with face to face with Jesus as well so that's a short intro on why I wrote the book. <laughs> now, that's awesome. Tell, tell me, um, give us some examples of since you've written it and since it's come out, what are some encounters that, um, what are people saying right now? What, what are people, what's the, what's the word on the, in the kingdom yeah. right now? I would say the word it's on the been, street. <laughs> it's been really exciting. It's very encouraging to me because it's still pretty brand new. You know, it just came out in, um, October. So it's, it's very new and people are emailing me and writing me back and just saying that they're reading, they're reading the book. Some person just wrote me this morning. They read it every night before they go to sleep. And then they're having dreams where God is showing them things and they're seeing Jesus and they're seeing angels and they're having all these dreams. And then, um, another person just wrote me and said that they share it with their children and, I wrote it like that. I wrote it like with the exception of maybe two chapters that kind of goes into like warfare and a little bit, it might be a little bit heavy for children of a younger, younger age, you know. Um, but other than that, I wrote it so you can read it um, to your children and get them excited and just open their, you know, open their world to like the supernatural. And so I've had people yeah. tell me they're reading to their children and their children are having encounters and, so it's really exciting to me because that was my heart behind writing. I didn't want to just, I didn't want it to just be like another heaven story. Okay. It's great for her, but what about me? You know, I want it to be like, yeah, this yeah. is equipping and empowering you as you read it, that you'll have the encounter as well. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. So funny. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, talk to us a little about what, what your, what you experienced, um, on the day of the complaint. Um, oh. <laughs> Let me remember. Um, Let me remember, honestly, because we changed the title. Like, we, you know, the, the, um, it's a hundred. Oh, so I'm going, okay. Let me go back to it. You know, we yeah, changed. Uh, it's not like I don't know my encounter, but I'm saying, like, you know, we <laughs> went back and forth with my editors changing. Okay, what do we want to call this? What do we want to call this? You know, um, the day yeah. of complaint. Yeah, I woke up. It was just, I was having a hard time as a mom. And, and I just really share that in this story of, 
you know, I don't have it all down. <laughs> I'm learning parenting yeah. in all the different stages that we're in. And, and I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old now. When I wrote this book, they were a little bit younger, but um, I was having a really hard day and it was just, I was just praying and I've been going around ministering to tons of people. Um, but, and I felt like in that moment, you know, I was ministering, ministering, but I got to this place where I wasn't really ministering out of compassion. And, you know, even sharing that, you know, I'm being really vulnerable and open um, with y'all who are hearing this, because I think there are yeah. times that lots of people, we can get into the routine, those who are ministry if you're in ministry, you know what I'm talking about. You can kind of get into the routine um, where you're maybe praying or ministering to people that are needing a lot of you, and you can get a little bit to a place where you're not out of a place of compassion. You're just doing it, going through the motion, you know. And um, so I was at that, that kind of place, and I was uh, just reading about I was going through the book of Psalms and I was hearing like, you know, David's dialogue with God and how he, there's times if you read Psalms where he complains and then he worships. Yes. There's that pattern. And it helped me because I thought, okay, you know, that's a great model for me. And it made me feel like, well, if he did it and he's a man after God's own heart, then it's okay when I complain to God as well, you know? Yeah. And then um, I felt, so I had this, I had this raw moment with God, and then I had this vision. The Lion of Judah approached me, and um, I, and when I saw the Lion of Judah, I thought I felt shame at first. And I thought, why did I just spend all this time complaining, you know, <laughs> to God? And then he, the Lion of Judah just approached me, and he just rubbed up against me, and I actually felt like the lion's fur on me, and he just embraced me, and I felt like the reassurance of the Father in that moment. And then I heard um, the Lord just speak to me and he said, Anna, you're doing just what I called you to do for this season. And he said, you're an excellent mother, wife, and writer. That's all I have for you right now. That's enough for you. And you're doing an excellence. And what kind of broke off of me in that moment was just performance that I was under. And I didn't even realize it, you know, where I thought I need to be doing more. I'm not doing enough. For you, God, and He said, "You're doing exactly what I called you to do. You're great at what I'm calling you to do, and that's enough." And I thought, "Wow, <laughs> you know." So I hope that encourages anybody who's no, listening to this. Does. And you know, we all go through. I know we all go through moments where we struggle and we think, "I'm not doing good enough." You know, I know I've. Ha- I can't tell you the number of times as a parent that, you know, I have days that are great. I'm like, yeah, I'm a great parent. I did it. I did this mama thing, you know. And then there's days where I'm like, God, I know you said that I could do this, but like, what were you thinking, you know? <laughs> but yeah, yes, you know, he's he's enough. His grace is sufficient always. <laughs> um, yeah, his his biggest day. So what, I want to tell me where where oh, go for it. Yeah, go for it. you go. No, I I wanted to talk. Is that okay that I – I don't know where you want me to go with free. this, but you, I really wanted to – The Lord flowing. really gave me specific things to talk about for seers and, and about seeing. Um, and so, yeah, you know, yeah. I want to share about my book, but I really want to just um, uh, use this moment to just mentor or teach, if I could, a little bit. Yes, please do. Some things that I think really help people. So um, 
I want to talk about overcoming fear and doubt because those um, are the two biggest obstacles I believe that seers struggle with. And I have gone, and I'm speaking out of experience, I've, I've, I'm mentoring people, um, tons of people around the world, and these are two things, topics that always come up as the biggest, there's a lot of obstacles, but those two I want to just touch on because they're big ones. Um, so in 1 John 4:18, it says, perfect love casts out all fear. And fear is actually, I, I find it's actually the opposite of faith. And yes. it takes a lot of faith to see. It really does. It takes mm-hmm. childlike faith to, build, to be able to see. And people, I think people often think of child, like this phrase, childlike faith. And it's like, okay, I've heard it. I'm over it, you know. <laughs> but and we can think childlike faith. Well, that sounds really immature, right? Childlike. I don't childlike. You know, I'm an adult. What are you talking about? You know, but it's kind of like, I feel like it's the upside down kingdom. Um, yep. Let me read to you something. In Matthew 11, verse, let's see, da, da, da. let's go verse 12. I'm putting my glasses on. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to read to you in the Passion Translation where it says, Matthew 25, Then Jesus exclaimed, Father, thank you, for you are Lord, the supreme ruler over heaven and earth, and you have hidden the great revelation of your authority from those who are proud and wise in their own eyes. Instead, you have shared it with these who humble themselves. Yes, Father, your plan delights your heart as you've chosen this way to extend the kingdom by giving it to those who have become like trusting children. So, so rich. that is verse 25 through 26 in this Passion Translation. But And I love it in that translation because it makes the scripture alive a little bit because we're used to it in a certain translation, right? And it's like hearing it like that um, really emphasizes in the trust that children have. And what yes. I've seen with kids is, it, it, as adults, we have to unlearn some things we've learned <laughs> Almost because <laughs> we struggle with fear and doubt. And there is such a, an amount right now of fear I've seen being released across the body of Christ, a fear of I don't want to open myself to something that is not of God. And there's obviously there's wisdom with that, but also there's fear. Um, and the fear, there's a, you know, um, Clearly, like, and I'm speaking from experience. My husband, he lived overseas in India, right, where they're in Nepal. We've lived in Africa. We've been in all these different countries where people really are open to a lot of different things of the spirit, right? If they're of different religions, different backgrounds, witch dogs, whatever, they're opening themselves to everything. So I get that. Don't go there. Amen? Stick stick with what's in the word of Christ. But at the same time, a lot of people, what happens where they get blocked is they see something and they're like, oh, my goodness, is that of Jesus? I don't know. I'm not sure, so I don't want to go there. I don't want to touch it. And because they put that blockage up, because they, they're like, I'm not sure if that's of Christ, right then and there, instead of asking for the Lord to confirm it to them, and he's good, he always will, but they put up that blockage and it stops them from going the next level of seeing. 
And children, the thing that's amazing about children is it's so easy to lead them into heaven encounters. There, it's, it's just so easy. I do it with my daughter all the time. You know, let's close our eyes. Let's ask Jesus for a picture. Okay, do you see Jesus' face? She says, yes, I see his face. What does he say? And she'll say, Jesus says this for me to tell you this. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> It'll be totally Oh, right, of the Lord, right, like right you know, there. and it right there and then. And, but see, children—that's what's so beautiful about them. They just, they just trust. They believe with like all their heart, and that's why it's so easy oh, for them man. to just, you know, you know, have encounters and see the supernatural. But us as adults, it's kind of like religion gets in. We have to unlearn some things where we can just get to that place of absolute trust again. And humility so is good. the two keys that were in the scripture that I read. I remember when we were we were in Nepal, my husband and me, and um, we we worked with these kids um, that were once orphans and then they weren't anymore. They were adopted by Irish Ministries, but we they had this prayer room, and uh-huh. we walked in this room, and there was all these like pennies and like. Like, not pennies, but the Nepali change, whatever it is. I'm thinking an American change, but whatever the Nepali change is. But there's all these change, and it was stuck on the walls. And I'm like, what is going on? Why is there this change stuck on the walls? And they're like, oh, we just put, they literally would just take change in their hands and pray, in Jesus' name, stick. And they would stick their hand on the wall, and the change would stay. And I was like, I saw this, and I went, that is so weird and bizarre. What's the trick? Right? <laughs> Me right. of little right. faith, right? There it was. Doubt right away. So I'm like, yes. okay, well, I can do this. I can do this. So I'm like, I get my change and I'm like, ah, ah, I'm breathing on it. I'm spitting on it, you know, <laughs> trying to stick it to the wall. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, and he's going to stick, you know, and it falls. And I'm just like, and like, there has to be a trick. It has to be like their sweaty little hands, you know, because they're kids. I'm like, it must be like the grime or sweat on their hands. And, um, and then they're like, no, 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 watch this. And then, I'll never forget this. They took a fork and they're like, here, we'll put it on the beam between the doors. So it also defies gravity. And so they get up there, they get a step stool and they put it up on the beam, you know, right above your head of the doorway. And they say, in Jesus name, stick to a fork and the fork stays. And I'm like, no, oh my gosh, no, that just happened. It blew my mind. I went, wow, wow. Like, child, like the idea of childlike faith to just say, God can do anything. I mean, it just blew me away. And I thought, I've seen everything, right? I've been with Heidi Roland Baker. You know, I've been, it's not like my first time around, you know, with things that right, are moving right. in the supernatural faith. But I mean, this like blew me away. So I'm like, okay, in Jesus name, stick. And I'm like trying to do it myself. And it like didn't stick, you know, it fell to the ground. And I'm like, man, <laughs> but I'll tell you, eventually I got a fork to stick. I did. I got it to stick eventually, but I see my faith wasn't there. I was so doubt. But when I talk about childlike faith, that's what we've got to think of where you just believe that you believe to see beyond the natural and doubt is such a big thing because we get this I've seen this so many times God number one question is God is what I'm seeing right now from you is it from my own flesh 
or is this from the devil? Right? Because you see something and you're yeah. like, hmm, I, I don't know. Like, is this you? Is this me? Is this something I ate last night? Or, you know, <laughs> is the enemy? Yeah. And I'll give you like an example, like from a personal example from God. Um, I remember I had an encounter one time. I was just I was just worshiping the Lord, and then the Lord I heard Holy Spirit say, "Just close your eyes on." So I closed my eyes, and instantly I saw myself in a different room, and I was in heaven, mm. and I saw this treasure. It looked like a treasure room, and there was columns on all the sides of the room. The floor was like marble. And there was all gold, 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 just everywhere gold. Everything was gold. The walls had gold going up it. The walls, you know, everywhere I look, I could just see gold. And there's this big uh, treasure boxes in the center of the room. And I saw Jesus right there. And he was standing there. And he said, you know where you are, aren't you? And I said, is this the treasure room of heaven? And he said, and he shook his head and nodded yes. And so he just showed me a glimpse, and that was it. And he said, and then I said, Take, can I come back? And he said, yes. Now, every time as this year that I've asked Jesus, can I come back, he's never said no to me yet. That's the key for somebody. He's never said no. So he's always just asked. Um, so I had that encounter, and, then, and that was it. Now, I had more of that encounter later, but for me, that was it. That was just start of it and then I rolled down my journal and I thought okay that's weird now where is that in scripture okay because I'm like I need confirmation this isn't me this isn't just my flesh this isn't you know the enemy this is really of God and so I was like well God confirmed this to me so I'm like okay I know there's treasures in heaven I know that but is there a place in scripture where describe that exact scene not exactly no so I was like okay so then I'm praying And I'm like, God, would you confirm this for me? Three days later, I go to this, it was like a a conference um, where my friend Patricia King was there. And she gets up on stage and she said, I had this dream the other day about the treasure room of heaven. And she describes it word for word, what I saw. And my assistant was sitting there next to me and I had my journal and I said, look at this, look at this. And we're reading my journal as Patricia's saying it word for word, exactly what I had seen. And I mean, oh, I just get goosebumps thinking about it. But for me, it was like, oh my goodness. And I've had other times like similar things like that, where like one time I was in heaven, God took me there and I saw these giant books of heaven like giant like I was just like an ant before these huge books and I could see I hope these stories interest you I'm just sharing because I love to oh my god heaven stories but they they are and and we have about uh Anna we have about um about five more minutes um before we go okay before we conclude cool I'll I'll wrap it up um I had more to say, but we'll save that for the next time. No, yes, <laughs> but we're going to do it again. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm so glued in. I, 
I don't want to interrupt. I have so much to say, but I will just, let's wrap it up. But I was before these books, right, in heaven, and they were huge, and I could see gold writing on them, and I could see the sounds of, the words were being read, and I could hear them, the prophetic declarations being released from heaven. And I was right there, and the pages were turning. And he told me, I heard God say, the prophets are transforming history right now as they're releasing the declarations from heaven. And then I went, okay, and that was my encounter. And I thought, okay, that was crazy. And then I said, okay, God, now where is that in Scripture, right? Where, like where is the books of heaven? You know? yeah. Now there's reference to the books of heaven, but it never describes it exactly like that. But there's definitely reference in Scripture to that. So then I'm like, God, confirm it for me. Now, he, then the Lord said, go look on, and I looked on a bunch of different prophetic streams that I follow, like Elijah List, Charisma, you know, these places. There was three yeah. different prophets that week who had written about the books of heaven, and two of them described exactly the same thing I saw. They said, I was before the book, you know, I saw the pages, da da da, da. It was exact. So what I've learned, Sears, what I want to tell you is this. God is good. He will always confirm himself. He will always confirm himself. And he'll either, he'll use the word. He'll even use things in nature where he'll show you, like say you saw a key in your encounter and then someone hands you a key and then you get a key in the mail or something like that. He'll use like something like that. And then he'll also use other prophets as well. That will come along and have the same encounter, but they'll carry the revelation that maybe you're needing and to open it up for you more. But God is always good, and he will confirm himself. Now, next time, I'll continue this next time because I had so much. I want to talk next time maybe about how we know it's our own flesh and then how we know it's of the devil so that we can kind of grow in our understanding of how to really, you know, grow in this gift of of seeing, and we can be assured and confident that what we're seeing is from the Lord. That that's good. Real quick, Anna, I want I want you to um, uh, share just real quick. We got about a minute left. Give them your website. Where can they get the book, your books, yeah. um, and anything that you're doing training or. I know you're yes, trying to put a mentorship yes. program together, so talk, talk to us. It's together, my friend. It is together, my friend. Okay, so my uh, website is AnnaWerner.org, A-N-A-W-E, because people tend to do the A, W-E-R-N-E-R.org. Um, my latest book is Seeing Behind the Veil. My first book was The Sears Path, and my I have an e-course that has just come out, this year anointing, let's take this to the next level. And we have it downloadable online. You can get it from our website. And also, if you want it in the DVD format, instead, we have that now that we like literally just got this within three days. The DVDs are finally printed. They're made. Um, that's available awesome. as well. And that series is an eight session where each session is like almost an hour long um, in really in-depth course for Sears where I go much more into different things that isn't even in uh, my first book this year's past because there's things that I wish I could have put more on you know and and gone more in depth that I think is important for people to that help unlock more good deal hey my friends we've been with my good friend Anna Warner on 
Just her, just an amazing seer. I'm super excited for every single one of you. Go to her website. Go get 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 trained up. Get equipped. And it's been amazing. And I want to say thank you so much for taking your time to share with us. And we're going to do another interview. We're going to do another interview. We're going to bring you back on. So, hey, my friends, take care. God bless you. And uh, you've been listening to Kingdom Wisdom with my good friend Anna Warner. Take care. God bless. Thank you. Have you heard? Metro by T-Mobile now includes Amazon Prime. Yes, enjoy the best of shopping and entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, free shipping, and much more. All included for just $40 per line for three lines. All on the T-Mobile network. Discover the smarter way. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 480p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions. Have you heard? Metro by T-Mobile now includes Amazon Prime. Yes, enjoy the best of shopping and entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, free shipping, and much more. All included for just $40 per line for three lines. All on the T-Mobile network. Discover the smarter way. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 480p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions.